Are you the kind of person that recklessly insists on paying for things on behalf of others? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and even performing a live sketch or two. Let's throw out your old CRT TVs, grab your knitting needles, a blanket, because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, along with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to bring up something that happened when we're downstairs preparing for this episode. Christian, you ordered some takeaway food. It was Thai food, wasn't it? Doesn't matter <laughs> for the purposes Absolutely, of this story, mate. Go you on. don't know the fucking story, mate. I don't want the audience to know what I'm eating. <laughs> it was a lot of food. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, first minute we're in there. Excuse me, <laughs> to find how that's a lot of food. I had a main, I had an entree, and yeah. the you reason- did have a few entrees. There were like three. There were like three different entrees. And you had some roti as well. It was Thai food. That's yeah. what it was. It was Thai. Anyway, my point was that you proceeded to when you opened your plastic container to go and get a bowl from the cupboard and put yep. it into the bowl. Of course, it's takeaway food. It's packaged for you. It already comes oh, in a package, God, mate. Excuse me, Josh. If this is absurd. No, it's not. It uh, this is it's very classic Josh. This mentality, <laughs> mate, to eat out of plastic. No, yeah. no, no, wait a second. So no, no, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting early here. If a restaurant who delivers food is doing their job properly, they're going to fill that plastic container up right to the top, so that there is no room above uh, the Tupperware. So okay. basically. What you need to do is mix the meal. So you might be given a sauce. They might be putting, in my case, some omelette on top. I don't want all the omelette just sitting on top. You can't just pick through that as you eat it. You have to mix it all up beforehand, I do want, you? I want the full mixed experience. Because my thing is, mate, it's already in a package ready to throw out. You're making dishes for yourself. I have a question for Josh Christian. Josh, do you use the supplied plastic uh, fork or or wooden so I'm chopsticks. Happy, I'm happy to get home cutlery. That's oh. fine. Oh, you can't have one without the other, you no, idiot. Because the shitty little plastic forks are rubbish. Of course they're well, rubbish. No, wait a second. No, your argument just before was that you're making... Uh, yes, the, one bowl is very different to one fork, mate. Why is it different? They're, because it's one fork, item. just chuck it in the, in the washer. Bowl, oh, probably rinse it a bit. Oh, just find a spot for it, clung it in. You're an idiot, Josh. <laughs> I will admit, though, that there are some... Takeaway items that I will eat in the canister or container canister or or bag that they come in the vestibule that they yes. come in. <laughs> For example, Subway. Well, I will never. What a what? terrible example! That's a, so you mean you don't put it on a plate? Excuse me. When someone gives an example, <laughs> it's their example, not yours. Don't Christian, judge their example. Christian is so defensive tonight. It's great. Sorry, we'll let Christian run with the subway. Go. Okay, Tell ready? Go. Let sub- Christian yeah. run with the rubbish example. Go on. <laughs> yep. So subway. So to perfectly illustrate my point, yep. I will not take the subway sandwich out of the bag and put it on a plate, I'll keep it just eating on top of the paper okay. that it's wrapped in. What do yeah. you mean, Josh? That's great. Yep. I'm up for that. But a focaccia, out of the paper, onto a plate. That's weird. That's an Italian thing, though. No, like, it's once not. Again, it deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's not the price of it. It's the fact that it's... Oh, Christian, wasn't there someone who mispronounced focaccia? Wasn't that... Was that a, yeah. is there a story behind that? There is. When I used to work at the uh, function, uh, a very Italian function centre, someone went to order a focaccia and they said, oh, I'll just have one of those focaccias. <laughs> 
Isn't that amazing? That's actually a great name for something. <laughs> a fuckasia. I like that. Did you, did you Loved her latest album, fuckasia. <laughs> did you correct them? Or with that kind of thing, do you, do you correct? Like, if uh, we know that I don't correct Josh at the time when he mispronounces my name, but um, but when someone mispronounces something, do you correct them? No, I think when it's that bad, you have to let them go. What I used to do yeah. at Fonda, um, where some people would sometimes say stuff stuff wrong, like quesadilla, um, I would often just repeat it back the correct way when mm. I was doing their order. So, if yeah. they'd go, uh, quesadilla and this, this, Holy I'd go, uh, one quesadilla, one of this, one of this. So, I wouldn't like directly be saying, hey, you got this wrong, but I'd just be like repeating it to be like, I've worked here for a while. I understand how to pronounce this. Back to takeaway food, I only feel like Asian food is worth getting taken away. I feel like anyone who orders like a burger is nuts. Anyone Some who orders, orders anything like that is crazy because it's just... But but I feel like Asian food was made to be taken away. Made to travel. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Some food doesn't travel well. And it's weird. That's almost been the downfall. Not the downfall, but a bad aspect of Uber Eats. That every restaurant's been like... The, the downfall the of downfall. Uber Eats. Josh is predicting the downfall of Uber Eats. <laughs> the bubble will burst. <laughs> Um, yeah, because every restaurant's just thought, we can start delivering. This yeah. is great. I'm like, exactly. not all food is good to be traveled and thrown in someone's bag while they're on a bike for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. It's, it's, How good is it when you get the guys in the car? It's yeah. so much the better. The guys in the cars yeah. are great, but the guys on the bikes, I think it's so funny when you get an order that's been, it, you can tell that the, the bike rider has gone from side to side when they've been bike riding and they take it Why out. You, and it's, they've, they've specifically take, side to side. <laughs> but, but they've taken it, then they, they, t- they get to your destination, they say, wait a minute, they take out the food and it's, well, this is the experience I've had. It's spilt everywhere and they kind of hand it over to you like, I guess this is your responsibility now. <laughs> Have you had it like fully? Of course. Really? Have you had that? I'd love it if a motocross rider was delivering <laughs> your food and they had to get the, the G-force and they kind of bent almost to the ground. But yeah, That's but, proper side but, to side. But I always feel like, yeah, what are they going to do in that situation? They're going to go, oh, here we go. Here's your food that's been spilt everywhere. Actually, my housemate... Every single time he gets an Uber Eats order, he complains and gets 10 bucks credit back. Every, every time. time, yeah. Like, is it legitimate complaints though? I uh, know. And the other day... <gasps> what a dog! Yeah, and the other day... What, the other day... What a dog. He's yeah. getting $10 back every time he eats. Yeah, because... But he doesn't no, no, deserve no. it. Let Christian talk. No, he doesn't deserve Christian it. Christian has a point. From a big corporation... So, Christian, you don't have a problem with stealing from a company uh, that is that big? Repeatedly, of course, absolutely. Yeah. It's like when I go to Coles, I guarantee will no. st- I will steal something every single time That's I go. That's not the what? point. What do you mean, what? Do you actually steal something from Coles every those, single time as you go? Those self checkouts uh, are a godsend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't buy the stuff, mate. If you can't afford it, or don't want to buy it. Don't buy it. What are you talking about? Why are you thinking you can just steal shit because the company's <laughs> big? I hate that attitude. Oh, too bad, <laughs> <laughs> mate. What if everyone fucking did that? They Mate, do, and they lose they, heaps of money, and it doesn't do. matter because it's Coles. Yeah, that's right, because they're doesn't screwing, matter they're screwing farmers Coles. over. Well, don't shop there, mate. Yeah, but I can't that's, help it. I don't have enough money to shop elsewhere. It. It's interesting you say this, because six months ago, I moved into a new area, and I was exploring this new area, and my shoe, the sole of my shoe detached, and ordinarily... <laughs> ordin- <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of a non sequitur, is it? Um, Detached. It's detached. Yeah. So, so there was a piece of gum on the ground. You kind of lift your foot, well, and then did. the sole. Was... And then you get that flapping thing. Have you? Yeah. No, have you've had. had, the you've had thing. Surely you've had that experience. Anyway, so I came across. <laughs> I came. I, I sort of looked at my phone. I was like, um, I got to find a shoe repair salesman person. Um, and so I walked into this market, and there was this little stall, 
and there were all of these shoes, these beautiful shoes that were laid out. And I saw this really old guy. He would have been maybe 75, I reckon, 76. Um, and he had all these beautiful shoes. And I sort of was looking at the shoes and I picked them up and they had made by John. I was, I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. are you John? He was like, yeah, I am John. He was he was great. Christian could probably do something with the Greek accent. Great. And I was like... Um, uh, do you do you make all of these? And he was like, "Yeah, I'm. I've made all of these. I've. I've. You know, for forty years, I've made shoes." I was like, this is great because if you make shoes, you, you can obviously repair shoes. This sole has come off. Do you think you can repair this for me? And I was thinking, oh, Christ, this is going to cost me like 40 or $50. I'd love it if you pulled out a stethoscope and put it to the <laughs> side of the shoe. I'm sorry, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he looked at the shoe and he was like, right, I know exactly why this is happening. Um, you know, this is, this, this is what's happening with the sole. This is what it's connected to. So he showed me the rubber he was going to use to re-sole it. He showed me the glue. So the rubber was from Italy. The glue was from Germany. He even did this. He even, <laughs> We're yeah. both well known for those items, aren't they? <laughs> no rubber, Italy. European engineering. <laughs> it's a very sticky country. Um, and anyway, so, and he was like, it'll cost you $15. I was like, oh, that's, that's such that a good deal. Sounds reasonable. And I felt so good about it because afterwards I talked to him about why he was in, you know, why he was still in this business. He said, look, he's been in the business for 40 years. He, st- he just does it for the love of it. He's got grandkids. I'd, I'd also say he probably can't do anything else. Yeah, that's probably true yeah. as well. Anyway, so I came back the next day, picked up my shoes, looked like he did a pretty good job. There was there was some there was a little bit of paint around that I wasn't too happy about. It's it's for 15 like, bucks, mate. He, yeah, he kind of destroyed it, but I, but <laughs> but I sort of thought, okay, John, I'll I'll give you this. Anyway, I walked out, um walked down to the shops and the sole came off. And I thought really? to my, and I thought to myself, Christ, what do I do now? And this and at this point, and it was the one he fixed. Yeah, it was the one he fixed. Yeah. At this point, I thought to myself, is this a Roybus challenge? <laughs> But then I thought, no, the, the, the heart of the Roybus Challenge, we have a Roybus Challenge for you later. The heart of the Roybus Challenge is getting sort of our goods from big companies that can afford it. Anyway, so I went back and I said, John, this is, unfortunately it's come off. And he said, I know exactly why it's happened. Don't worry <laughs> about you it. Said I'll that fix before. it for you. Yeah. Anyway, left the shoe there, came back the next day, picked up the shoe, had a nice sort of chat to him. Actually, I brought my brother in because I was like, <laughs> This guy's great. This is the this is the last of these people. These people don't exist anymore. Amazing that you went back to him, irrespective of the poor service, and yeah. you brought someone else back just because of his personality. Yeah, that's just, how that's how far good that's right. personality can go. You know what's go. weird? The way he went the second time I was like, oh, I know exactly what's gone wrong here. Didn't see that when you fixed it, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, I know what's gone wrong here. I haven't done my job properly. <laughs> Anyway, so I went back, um, yeah, dropped it off, came back the next day with my brother, um, picked up the shoes. They seemed to look all good. Um, like I think it was like 500 meters down the road. Happened again. No, it didn't. <gasps> so my world, you- my my world was turned upside down because here I was thinking, wow, I've moved into this cool ethnic area. I want to support these local businesses. I really want to support this guy. I have this. I have this sort of almost utopian view of the world. Yeah. This romantic view of the world, exactly. And it all came crumbling down. It all and came now slipping off the sole of your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is that is that it then? So yeah. the second you land, I'm not going back. Yeah, pretty much. But but now How I've got a pair of. So wrong? I don't know. Now I've got a pair of football boots, and the sole has come off. And I'm like, I think I'm going to try them again. Why? Why? Because I want this world to exist. <laughs> I want it to exist, but I don't think it does because it's Are all you- being phased out. Were you doing anything weird? Because is that weird that you get 500 meters? Are you clipping on the curb or anything? Are you well, dancing up and down, clicking your post heels? Post a video on social media of me walking, Josh, <laughs> yeah, and we can yeah. see if I walk like an idiot. But yeah, I just wanted to know, do you guys have that experience of, of, of what, do you want that sort of world? Or are you quite happy with Bunnings taking over all the nurseries and and Starbucks taking over all the all the hardware shops? Yeah. <laughs> 
I think I share that romantic ideal that like I would like to shop uh, exclusively at small businesses, but I just don't. And I and I have got a real green thumb. I love being in the garden. I love planting my own vegetables. And you think that that would be synonymous with shopping at the market and buying your yeah. fruit and veg there. And I honestly have... I think I've been to the market to shop maybe twice in my life. Really? And I'll go to Coles because they've got flybys oh, points. Oh, man. It's I know. So the market is so much better. The experience is so much better. And of course so it is. And so much cheaper as well. Of course it is. But convenience. Josh, what about you? Um, no, I, I, well, I don't buy a lot of stuff generally, but in terms of supermarket shopping, which is where the biggest sort of big business thing I come into, I do it on a sort of product by product basis. Oh. So I tend to steer away from the generic Coles brands and those ones. Cause I'm like, I feel that that's too much monopoly on a lot of these products. So I, I tend to buy specific products to be like, I oh, know that is that particular product that I buy. I'm happy to pay maybe a dollar or two more to get that one and support that brand rather than just homogenizing the well, whole thing. I don't understand. How Coles and Woolworths have brands of everything. Excuse me, Mr. Principles. Yeah. Listen to you or Mr. High and Mighty. Your fucking your fucking cupboard at your home is an ode to huge companies. You got Coco Pops. Yeah. Who do you think makes them, Josh? Kellogg's. A small business called Kellogg's. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it's Christian. Wait, there, it's, there's just but, Cocoa Pops in your in your yeah, pantry. Yeah, there's it. Cocoa Pops. There's like Tim Tam. Wait, but you can talk. You, I reckon you're worse because you you like the idea of all of this, and yet you don't go to markets and you don't you don't support these local businesses. Excuse me, I'm not worse because I'm not professing to be I'm not all saying high and mighty. Deal. I'm not you're- saying you're a professor. <laughs> I tell you what I do bloody hate, which I've heard people do, which I'm so against. Here he goes. Is they go in to try on clothes or something at a store or try a product out and then look on their phone, look it up online and go, I'll buy that online because it's cheaper. Christian, do you do that? No, I don't. Good. Christian, do you do that? I do. Oh, <laughs> of course I do that. That's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Because the bricks and mortar, they are giving you that service and you need to support that if you're going to utilize that service. It's true. What about if you get shocking service? And then you look online and it's elsewhere and you go, yeah, I'll shop elsewhere. Yeah, that's fine if you get shocking service. But I'm talking about specifically the people who treat it as like a little private fitting room and testing chamber and then don't give any money to that business. How much more would you be willing to pay to not get it online? If a, if a shirt was $50, would you be happy to pay? I reckon t- around extra 10 is probably the limit. Wow, 10. Josh has got this, more than 10. Let's call this Josh's $10 principles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be bought out for 11. <laughs> Honestly, you came down so hard on me. Listen to you. You've got these great speeches. You can't back it up at all. But the other thing with small businesses is all big corporations started as small businesses. Yes. So in some way, we're still supporting small business. Is there a business that started enormous? <laughs> is that it's, a concept that could happen? Are there any services that you use that don't have like a big business attached with them? Because I was thinking the other day, I had to get my suit tailored and I had to get the the uh, the the pants taken up. And I was like, taken up or <laughs> thank you, taken up. <laughs> I had to get the pants taken up. Yep, yep. Um, and I thought to myself, with where do I go? What's the big business that I go to for alterations? And I ended up going to just your mum and pa. Great. Um, yeah. uh, alterations shop. Is there a big alterations place that you go to? There is. There, there is one that I don't go to, but it exists. And it's a franchise. What is it? I think it's called Stitch In. Stitch In Time. Surely that's been done. <laughs> Probably. I went to a like a local optometrist. I think it was a sunglasses shop, not a chain. Yeah. Just because like the frame had gone, and she just got like a screw and just fixed it. And she's like, "If you got like change," and I said, "I've got five bucks." And she's like, yeah. 
That's what it should cost because you yeah. just got a little tiny screw and screwed yeah. it into a thing. Yeah. Actually, speaking, optometrist is a really good one. So I usually go to like a big brand or to optometrist Spec to get savers my specs savers or something to get my eyes tested. But my girlfriend went to the local um, optometrist because she was like, I don't like spec savers. I don't, I don't like. I don't like their, their ads. I don't like their <laughs> ads. Their ads are awful. Um, I don't like the look of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Um, and she gave them the spec savers prescription, and they were like, "Your eyes have not changed at all. You don't need to be." Com- totally iterating and so really? what, what came out of it was that spec savers it's in their interest for, for your prescription to change of course. so you get Buy glasses upgraded but yep. this little small business optometrist he was like you don't need to do this don't worry about it you don't need new glasses your eyes are fine I feel really overdressed here. This bar's like it's much it's much less formal than I was expecting. No, no, no. I feel like I'm proud to see you overdressed. You have a real tendency to underdress. Really? Is yeah, that like yeah. a thing? I don't know. You like remember that time that you wore like a t shirt and we were at a cocktail bar. Oh yeah, that was pretty oh, weird. Oh fuck. Turn oh, around, turn God. around, turn around. It's Jackson, he's here. Yeah. Turn around, turn around. Hey boys. Jesus. Oh. Hey Jackson. Hey, hey guys, mate. how are you? Hey, hey Peter, go on up hey, top, mate, mate no, up no, top. No. Oh, yeah, and how are you, Roland? Good to see yeah, you, mate. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right, boys. Well, um, look, I'm a bit thirsty, so I'm going to hit the bar, but I'll yeah. be right back in a minute. Hey, yeah, Roland, sure. one more time. Up top, buddy. Yeah. Up top. Oh, God. I just, I cannot understand why he high-fives so fucking hard. Honestly. Yeah, I know. He doesn't have a clue. Like, it hurts so much. But, but what is he trying to prove? I know. It's like, it's it's insane. Like, my hand is red. It's like red and I'm raw throbbing. now. I'm throbbing. Yeah. He, 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 he hit you twice. You went up twice for it. I know, I know. You know, you know last time you high-fived me, I honestly, I couldn't hold my newborn baby <laughs> for a week. Do you know what? I feel like we have to say something to him. Like, it's not just us. It's everyone. Like, people are walking around. <laughs> people are walking around, like, with <laughs> with really red... Hands that are like. <laughs> hey boys! Oh, that he's here again. Oh, another frothy down the hatch, oh. eh, boys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On, on the topic of that, like, you got to stop with the high fives. Like, what? You have a what? tendency to high five people really hard. It's too hard. It just, it really, really hurts. Like the other, what? like when I saw you like the other week, I had to take like a week off work <gasps> because because I just couldn't. I couldn't. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an architect and I couldn't. Like draw at all? Does a lot of hand drawing still do you, mate? Yeah. Well, you just got it. You got it. You got to stop it. So I, I, I have don't no know. Idea. Like look, look, okay, at, look right. at Christian's hand. Like Honestly, it's actually I, I'm, bleeding. I'm, I'm dr- you've drawn blood. All right, guys. Sorry. Look, I didn't realize it was so bad. Look, we'll just we'll just stick to handshakes, okay? No more high fives. We'll just stick to handshakes. Just a truce. Enough. Enough of this high fiving yeah, right. stuff. All right. Put it there, Peter. Yeah. And Roland. Ah. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. All right, guys. I'm glad we could talk that out. Oh, my God. I'm really happy. Oh, Jesus. What's that? Oh, look, it's Tomo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Tomo, he's going over there. Tomo's got one of the biggest high fives I've ever experienced. No. Christian, get on the table. I was out to dinner for my uh, girlfriend's grandma's birthday dinner. Um, her brother was there as well. So, it was the four of us. My girlfriend, her brother and their grandmother. And we had a lovely dinner down by the Docklands. And then we sort of went back to her apartment, had some tea after that. And then sort of as we were finishing up. So, my girlfriend paid for the dinner. And as we were finishing up and, you know, saying our, saying our goodbyes, um, her grandma grabbed a $100 note and was like, come on, Ellen, take this. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I've got, it's your birthday, grandma. It's fine. 
it's completely fine. And she wouldn't stop. It was mm. insistent. She was like, no, 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 take it, take it. She's like, no, nanny, it's fine. It's completely fine. And she's like, no, no, wow. we're, we're walking out the door. She's like chasing us out the door, trying to stuff this money. And it was to the point where she was literally like trying to stuff it into Ellen's purse surreptitiously, like trying to sneak it in Is- there. She came in the elevator with us down, whole time still trying to give her this money. She's like, just buy yourself some makeup with it or something. Just take it, just take it. And the funny thing was, Ellen neglected for so long to mention, no, daddy, it's okay. My parents already gave me money for this. So it's not even her pocket. It was her parents. Wait. Still, the grandma was trying to get in to the point where on the street, <laughs> trying to get into the car, and she's still trying to thrust this money onto Ellen. It was do you ridiculous. Think this is, do you think this is how the amazing race started? <laughs> <laughs> someone chasing after someone to give him money. Is, is this a new experience for you, Josh? It was the most extreme experience of insistence to pay I've ever seen in my life. That is honestly a regularity for me. Yeah, it was for me as well. Yeah. Normally yeah. normally it stops at the front door, doesn't it? Uh, no. no, there's there's this degree of insistence that grandparents have that you just yeah, nothing can stop them. It's never say die. Yeah. <laughs> that that insistence has filtered down to my generation or our generation definitely. No, I, it hasn't. You haven't given me a hundred dollars in ages. <laughs> but I will I will fight to pay with my friends. Stupid for, mate. Yeah, Why is that so stupid? stupid? Why fight to pay? Do you know once? Do you know once? Speaking of like chasing down for the money, I once it was probably uh, just opened up. I just opened up the glove box in my car and seventy dollars fell out. <laughs> That's and, so great. And, and it had been because we will hide the money to pay for the meal. And even if the other person doesn't know, it's it's relieving ourselves from the sense of guilt that we haven't contributed to the meal. It's dreadful. So someone paid for my well, their part of the meal. Do you have any idea how long ago it was? I have no idea. I don't think I've opened my glove box for like a year and a half. So whoever paid, Jesus. thanks. So Christian, recently we, our circle of friends has started using an app called Splitwise. Yes. Has that relieved that burden? Because it's kind of like this default thing where you just add the money to it. Yep. Absolutely. I really wish we hadn't gone into the app because it sounds like Christian would have been shouting us meals all the time. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have. I've got, I've got this weird instinct that makes me all nervous when someone says, oh, let's get the bill and I will put my card down. It's it, so strange. It is, it's like this involuntary <laughs> action where I will just pay for it and then feel disgusting See, I, afterwards. I very much just always want to split everything equally. Like even I remember on like first dates and stuff, there's always the idea of, oh, the guy's got to pay. I'm like, whatever it is, I'm always happy for an equal jo- split. Josh is quite the moral citizen in this patch, yeah, isn't he? Like yeah. He buys his, you know, buys all the right products from Coles and it spreads the wealth equally amongst what, all. And want to pay, want to pay evenly to you, Josh. Who paid for that meal for Nanny? Hey, your girlfriend. Yeah, did you offer? Because it was her birthday. Yeah, that's right. You didn't offer to pay. Her parents paid her to pay for the grandma. Yeah, okay, 50%. here we go. I'm Let's not involved sp- in that at all, split mate. Split it evenly. Nah, birthdays are separate, yeah, mate. Bone to pick with Josh. Here we go. Yeah. Um, you must, you have to bring stuff over to my place. Like what? Just beer, beer. Any any consumables you have to bring. You have to any, bring stuff. Any consumables. I don't. I don't think you have ever you brought anything up, to my house. And, and this is coming from someone who doesn't give a shit as well. You walk up to the cupboard. You grab a bag of chips, completely unasked for. Bring them down, and I start <laughs> eating them. That's not on me to replace that, mate. Beers, happy to. Happy to, mate. Bring it up. Just say, hey, would you mind bringing a six pack over every now and again? Yeah, mate. No worries. No, but Dion's asking for the thought. Yeah, there's no thought. 
There's no thought. See, that's dumb because <laughs> it should just be the action. You've told me now and I'll do it. Love languages, really? Josh. <laughs> Christian is very good about it. Christian will go shopping. You offered to paint my ceiling the other day. <laughs> Sorry, Dion. When was the last time you restocked my fridge? Thank you so much. That's actually a very good point. I was thinking I was thinking that. Oh, but glass oh, houses, mate. Yeah, glass yeah, houses. Not, not your fridge, though. Your mum's fridge, isn't it? Yeah, Christian. Glass houses, mate. Glass houses. <laughs> Who buys the beers? Who fills this glass house? Your mum. No, she doesn't have a she doesn't have a wallet. Wait, do you buy the beer? Yeah, I buy the beer. Of course, I buy the beer. Do you really? My mum doesn't drink, so she so she doesn't restock the fridge. You do. Yeah, I with restock- her money. No, with my money. That's fine. That's not true. Yes, it is. Is it really? Of course, it's true. What? It's, Fucking sorry, hell, Josh on. is way down on this deal. We are all pulling our weight. Josh, you have slabs you, so to you, supply us. So with. you think that all the alcohol in my house is supplied by my mum? Yeah. Did you think that? I, I literally for the most part. But now that he's saying it, I'm like, I believe him. Yeah, you you seem sense. like you don't believe him. No, I kind of don't want to for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Splitwise has revolutionised my life. It has been yeah, it's pretty great. The biggest godsend because I always had a few friends who you'd you'd go to and say, "Mate, you owe me fifty bucks," and they'd say, "Oh, I, I paid that in cash, but I got yeah. this thing." Yeah. Or, or, no, but it's even but it's even being so vain as to say, no, remember when I gave you 50 bucks in cash and you can't argue with that because you're never giving giving receipts back. Yeah. Do you know what I love? There's a feature that's just been introduced on Gumtree where if you sell something, you can hit the request button and request a payment from them. I'm like, I'd love to do that with my friends. Not have a conversation about it. Just go, if I request a payment from $40 from Christian, it's I just want to hit a button, thing. request it, sends it to but me. But there, there are some friends that you know it comes back to you. That you go, look, well, I'll get this meal. And we both kind of keep track of, well, I got this round there and I got that round there. And that yep. was an expensive meal and he got that. There's some friends that are sort of, I feel it equals out. Yep, that's the ideal way to travel. That's, yeah. You want to travel with someone who you're not afraid to think about payment because you know it'll just all come back around. Yeah, it comes out in the wash. A friend of mine was telling me, him and his partner, they uh, both have different salaries. So what they do to a mutual bank account, they'll contribute unequal amounts that are representative of their salary. What? So they'll contribute like $60 nah, and that $40. That makes even less sense. Really? Yep. I really like that idea. No way. Why? Why? But it's relative to be equal. Why? No. So? Listen to Josh, no, 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 let's no, be no, equal. No, no, I'm, I'm, There's the name of the no. patch. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Josh here. Really? I, I I don't understand why people in relationships all of a sudden become one unique identity. Yes. You have separate identities. You make your salary, you make yours. If you both want to put 500 into this account every week, go for it. Josh, Great what idea. about if you were going out with a millionaire or someone who earned a million dollars a year? Uh, what? What? What's the question? Would you, what if, if? if you were contributing to a, to a bank account, would you expect... Yeah, they'll put 50... in two mil, I'll match it, won't I, mate? No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm saying if you go out for dinner and the bill is 100 bucks... This is such an absurd hypothetical. They're probably me- definitely going to pay for it. Oh, it's such an absurd well, hypothetical because millionaires just go out with millionaires. Well, they're only with me for my body. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the concept of a sugar daddy? <laughs> Do you understand that? What yes. an amazing concept. It's, it's modern day prostitution. That's fine. Would you do it? If you could? Uh, I don't think so. And Like, there'd have to be something there on a deeper level. As, as in, would he date an older man? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking there's sugar mummies or sugar niece. Or <laughs> sugar nephews? <laughs> this is my sugar uncle. <laughs> we go ice skating a lot. <laughs> Does anyone ever feel anxious using a $100 note? No. I had this, there was a lady, and I hated it. The number of people who apologized for paying with a hundred. It was it was forty-two dollars. Yeah, she paid with a hundred. Oh, sorry about the hundred. Sorry about the change. It's one extra note. 
It's a $50 note on top of the $8 you're already getting. It's not a big deal. Sorry, Josh. Just take a moment to think about this. Yeah, I have, mate. It's one have extra you? note, tiny bit of plastic. Yeah, and is that easy? So, when, when just say you've got a $250 float and then you've got $100 in there. What does that mean for the change that you're able to give back to someone later in the day? It's fine. Run a more stable business. Get a bigger float. <laughs> Get a bigger, Get a bigger float. Flow. What yeah. if you've been robbed three times? <laughs> Yeah, look, I didn't think about that situation. Maybe they had been robbed. Yeah, that's right, Josh. Yeah. Actually, Christian, on the topic of paying with a, a large bill, I was in a $2 shop the other day and I wanted to buy a picture frame and I only had a $100 note. And so I looked at the sales and Josh just shrugged. Yeah, it's fine, Josh mate. It's still money. Said it was okay. But I wanted to pay with a $100 note and... And she was like, uh, do you have anything smaller? And this homeless lady off the street that just sort of come off the street with with a bag and was carrying all this stuff said, oh, I'll spot you. I'll spot you $2. And I was like, no, 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 Amazing. that's okay. That's okay. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. And the, the lady ended up giving me $98 change. That's fine. It's not... It's did a business. You, do you know you, what's amazing did, about Josh? What's amazing about me is that I did that. But what's amazing about Josh is that he sees no issue with that. No, no issue with that. But how many bloody businesses are you around that don't have two $50 notes in the bloody till? My favourite is when they refuse to take the $100. Yeah. They refuse the business because the note is too large. You're listening to Velkins of Patchwork Finance Edition. <laughs> and now it's time... For oh wow of the week. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Salvador Dali designed the Chupa Chups logo. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so this is the first time that the Robus Challenge will appear in season two, and the Robus Challenge mm. is when we have a company that we follow up contact with because we're not happy with their service or their goods and we try and get something for free or yes. get something back from that company. And Dion, you're an expert at this, aren't you? I am an expert at this. I'm the eminent expert at this. Christian, if you could just play the brand new Roybus Challenge theme song. And we'll never buy Roybus. Don't know if it's just me. It's got nothing to do with tea. We just want everything for free. Recently, I was contacted by Subaru, my car company, my car company. <laughs> I was recently contacted by Subaru, who said that my airbag was faulty and I needed to bring my car in to get my airbag replaced. They contacted what? you. They contacted me. It's a big, it's a, like a worldwide oh, record. It's but not, your, your car's not new. No, it's not new. But what they found was when the uh, airbag would inflate, uh, bits of debris would murder people. Bits of watermelon go everywhere. <laughs> So, so um, I contacted Subaru and they arranged for me to come in and for me to get my airbag replaced. So, I went in and I had this experience where they gave me... So, I have a 2005 Subaru, so 12 years old. They gave me a 2017 <gasps> Forester, like this brand new car. Yes. So, I drove the car, the loan car to work um, and something happened on the way back. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the letter that I, that I sent to Subaru detailing what happened. And then I'm going to explain the follow-up. Hi, team. I've it's, always, a... it's always hi, team. <laughs> it's always hi, team. It's the same team. It's the same team. Hi, team. Um, I bought a Subaru Liberty back in 2005 and I've owned and loved it since then. I absolutely love my car and I'm constantly talking about how much I love it to many people I come into contact with. This is the butter-up phase. Yeah, this is the, this is the butter. Yeah, we need to. We really need to describe the phases. It has always been incredibly reliable and a pleasure to drive. 
<laughs> Ready? I, I feel like he's going to turn it around a any butt. second. There's now. a big butt coming. Yeah. Subaru has recalled my car due to a faulty airbag, so I decided to book my car in for an airbag replacement. To cut a long story short, I wasn't able to get through to Subaru for several weeks leading up to my airbag replacement, having left a total of three voicemail messages on the phone oh. there. My call was never returned, so I couldn't even entertain the thought of giving Subaru my business. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the service at an authorised repairer would be superior. On Wednesday, I took my car in for the airbag replacement service at 7.30am. I received a loan car, which was a 2017 Forester. I couldn't help but feel that this was being taken by Subaru as a sales opportunity, but I genuinely appreciated the loan car nonetheless. I drove to work without issue, and then in the afternoon drove back to pick up my car. While stopped at a set of lights 15 minutes from the service centre, the car suddenly switched off. No, this wasn't the automatic system. The car had literally stalled. Then all the lights came on and the car started rolling backwards. I tried to power off the car, but it would not power off. It was a really traumatic experience because I was literally at the lights for five minutes. That, that actually reminds me of my goose down stories. There were literally feathers everywhere. So you must use the word literally when you're writing these letters. But I was literally at the lights for five minutes whilst traffic banked up behind me, including horns, oh, which included horn sounding. An entire horn section. Which included horns sounding. The trombotist was particularly annoyed. Which included horns sounding at peak hour. It was really embarrassing. Um... But I also was petrified that I was stuck on the very busy road with an immobilized car. Luckily, I was able to restart the car. I arrived back at Subaru a little bit shaken. I thought that... But not stirred. <laughs> I explained to the gentleman that the car had stalled. He looked at me like I was an idiot and explained that the automatic, <laughs> that the automatic system uh, turns off the car when the engine has stopped. And then he said to me that there was nothing wrong with the car and he, and he didn't really know what I was talking about. He then gave me back my keys and I asked him if I could have a receipt for the service of the airbag. He said I didn't need one because it was in the system attached to my VIN number, which is the vehicle number. I understood that he had a record of the service, but I did not. I've been quite concerned about driving a car with a potentially faulty airbag, so I, was, so I wanted evidence of this. The experience with Subaru left a poor taste in my mouth. I was previously a massive fan of Subaru. <laughs> A friend only today was telling me about how he had a Holden and about how, his hol how he took his car to the Holden Centre and they went above and beyond in servicing his car and I was very impressed. <laughs> I'm generally very loyal to companies if I have a bad experience, but I wonder if I could get an explanation of why I had such a poor experience or if this was just a one-off. So the guy was straight up like, don't need a receipt, mate. Yeah, totally. That's bizarre. And, and there was the voicemail messages, there was the car stalling, it all built up. So as a... As the robust challenge sort of started, you know, um, ruminating. ruminating in my head. <laughs> or I steeping. Thought, yeah, steeping. <laughs> my, my hands sort of started to rub together. And I thought, what can I get out of this? This is back in October. Whoa. It's now in January. The service that I received was absolutely appalling. So, so I've been corresponding with a customer service representative for this whole time because they've been trying to get in contact with the dealership. So anyway, I finally got in touch with the customer service representative, a new one nice. who said that not only that the guy who I'd returned the car to been fired, but the, but the customer service rep had also been fired. <laughs> so one, you know, they, they, they've apologized profusely. And finally I got an email from the manager. This is four months later. Mr. Subaru. Mr. Su <laughs> Mr. Subaru. Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> Sue writes, dear Dion, Thank you for your follow-up with our office and we sincerely apologise for the extended delay in response as we've com been communicating your case with the dealer. Following our investigation with the dealer, we've been advised that the copy of the service invoice regarding the Takata airbag recall campaign has been issued to you as confirmation of completion. Regarding the loan vehicle, 
We've requested the dealer to contact you directly, and we are informed that the dealer has made an offer of goodwill to you for one minor car service to be carried out at no charge to you. We're in support of this goodwill offer made to you due to your poor experience throughout the whole experience. One minor car service. Yeah, up to $300. It it doesn't... Saying minor car service makes it sound. I know, but but that's that's probably the biggest robust victory that we've had. It probably is. But do I want to take it a, a step further? Do I want a major car service? <laughs> you know what? I reckon you go for the Forester. <laughs> <laughs> I know that crossed my mind. That crossed my mind. I thought to myself, what do I have to do here to get a free car? I still think though the 2017 car. I, a little bit of my brain goes, I think it was Dion's fault. Yeah. I think he didn't understand oh. how the new car worked. Yeah, I agree. because They, they know it. Yeah, they <laughs> know I love it. the guy as well. He's just like, don't really know what you're talking about, mate. Car's fine. Yeah, the engine stops when you come to a stop. Yeah. He got fired though. So that makes me, th- that pulls me the other way and makes me think, oh, he probably didn't know what he was talking about. Mm. Um, but yeah, so $300, I'm going to award myself. Do I get to award myself Robus uh, Yeah, well, you're the master of the Robus. Okay. So I'm going to award myself 8.1. Oh, that, 8. That's, 1. I think that's bullshit, to be honest. What, 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 what do you think high. would have got me a nine? What would have got you a nine? A major service. Uh, faster correspondence. From me, there's nothing I could do. Maybe visiting the customer service center can, in Sydney. <laughs> can you lodge a robust challenge for the lack of speed for the robust challenge? <laughs> I think anything's possible in the robust challenge. But what we would love our listeners to do is we hear we've inspired a generation, you could say, <laughs> of people who have these complaints on a day-to-day pl- basis. If you do have one, please let us know. We, I think we had Caitlin last season. Yeah, who wrote us. Yeah, she got a replacement candle. That's right. it was flooded. Yeah, replacement <laughs> minor service for the candle. So please write in to us on Facebook if you would like, if you have a good news story about a robust challenge. Yeah. Or a failed robust challenge. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear the failures. And if you do... You may be the lucky recipient of a special, special gift. The details of which will be on our Facebook page very, very shortly. So make sure you're paying lots of attention, posting, liking, subscribing, downloading. Mugs Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hint. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Every now and then with really good, we like to mix it up a bit. So this week we've got really good. You know what's really good? When your toothpaste ends up being 10 minutes early to work. <laughs> It's really good. It's really, it's really good. good. Really good. <laughs> Do you know what's really good? Cutting down a tall building and getting to yell timber. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's really good, Dion. You know what's really good? <laughs> A large loaf of challah bringing a delicatessen bought panettone to Meredith Music Festival. <laughs> it's really, it's really, really good. good. It's really, really good. good. It's really good. Do you know what's really good? When the checkout chick doesn't recognise your pet fish but lets you on the plane anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. Do you know what's really good? When you buy something from Ikea and all the scum wipes away easily from the bathroom tiles. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> you know what's really good? 
When you get lost going for a walk and your pet dog goes around putting up posters with your face on them. <laughs> so really good. So really, really good. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. What a patch it's been. Uh, we encourage you to subscribe on iTunes or on Android or on Unix. <laughs> <laughs> on what? <laughs> um, Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, my patch this week was me splitting a $13 bill evenly and paying with seven $100 notes. <laughs> <laughs> and Christian, what was your patch this week? Josh, my patch for this week is your girlfriend's grandma chasing after her birthday guest, holding a $100 note whilst her shoes fall apart beneath her. <laughs> and Dion, what did you sew into your patch for this week? In my patch, I sewed the image of a Subaru mechanic purposely inserting shrapnel into my replacement <laughs> airbag. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Stinks in this room. Mm-hmm. It fucking stinks. It? I reckon we I stink. Are, um, <laughs> yep. I got a pussy pimple under my armpit. I'd love to see you pop that pussy pimple doble. <laughs> <laughs> really? No problem. No problem. No problem. You guys go. ready? Yep. I'm ready. Ready as I ever be. <clears throat>